0: Welcome to Friday Vibes. No scripts, just chat. We talk all things food and beverage and so much more. Feel our vibe and search for Friday Vibes on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And make sure to give us a five-star review. Now your hosts, me, Alex Bear with Genius Juice and Wade Yeti. All right, welcome to episode 32 of Friday Vibes. We are here, we're having fun, and it's a nice, hot, kind of semi-hot here, summer day here in Southern California. And you got me, Alex Bear, CEO, co-founder of Genius Juice, even though I'm wearing a lot of other brands usually. Yeah, the other way. And we got Wade, Yenny, the CEO. CG- I can do that one pretty
1: easy. I can do that CG one pretty special.
0: easy. I don't have to do the
1: reversal thing to get that going.
0: Yeah, exactly. So he is our guy that is in the has been in the grocery industry for a very long time. Don't want to date you, but you've been in it. You have the experience. That's a better way to put it. Seasoned veteran. Seasoned. That's a good. That's a good word. That's a good yeah. word. CPG specialist with a tie dye cup that he's drinking from. Yep. How you doing, buddy? Tap water.
1: Tap water. It's good. It's good. Uh, this is my uh, ode to Louisiana. There it is. Yeah.
0: Oh, I was oh, that actually uh, the skull? It's a,
1: it's a brewery, Ghost in the Machine. Oh, there's David's asking me about my shirt. Yeah, there you go. Yep.
0: Try so that's, courtesy.
1: that's courtesy of David, right?
0: On the know? back, dot AF. Now, David, I think you're making a joke, but I just got to, like, point it out from last week. You said that the AF is not what we think it stands for. It's for the Afghanistan like Afghanistan URL or something. You said something like that. I just want to see like, is that serious? You just did you do AF as an Afghanistan-based website, or please tell us what that all means. So anyway, have you and you you it was in your cupboard last week. Did you try it yet, Wade? Um, I have
1: not yet. We've been we've been all over the place this week. I have not got to try it yet, but it is
0: on my to-do list. It
1: is. Okay, for great.
0: Sure. Um, we tried it, we loved it. The vegan cheese is excellent and uh, we will be having it again. We got two different flavors. No, it's a joke. Okay. I figured, you know, it's, it's, it's hard to detect sarcasm through texting, which right. is why I hate texting. Like if you're going to make jokes with people, just call them up and make the joke. Don't do it by text. Cause it can go horribly, horribly wrong, horribly wrong. Um, I've had that happen to me. I don't know if it's happened to you, Wade. Just jokes backfiring through text. Yeah, it, it can happen. It
1: can happen. Uh, I think more often than not, you can uh, misread somebody, you know, it, it, whether it's a joke or otherwise, you know, and uh,
0: you can only do so much with emoji. Exactly. Only so much with it. That should be a t-shirt. Right. It's like for all the people that are relying on text, and you can only, only do so much with an emoji. So let's, let's reset the room here. Episode 32, we have a lot of comments already rolling in. We also have our great uh, reoccurring sponsor, which is Brandjectory, we have some amazing prizes that are worth a lot of money, a lot of expertise. You're going to also be connecting with one of our previous guests. He's going to be an advisor for you, and you can chat with him about how to get into basically the largest, the largest chain in the country, right, as far as revenue goes. I think next to Walmart. Walmart's right. the biggest. So they're the second biggest, which no fault on them for being the second biggest. So great prize! As you all know, we're going to have a question somewhere from derived from this episode where you can win a great prize from Brandjectory, which we'll reveal later. You've already revealed your shirt. Speaking of reveals, foreshadowing right. is I have the credo. I keep on wearing this shirt because I just love the feel of the shirt. It's so comfortable, sure. and I love you know I love the colors. Um, I love the logo. The two shirts I wear the most of is Blackbird, shout out, Gavin Conkle, and the Credo, shout out to Adam Solomon. I've received other um, other swag. I got some from Good As Mac, which I think I wore last week. And uh, so keep on sending them. And you know what? I want one just general housekeeping thing is that we have sponsors right now on and off, but through the end, through mid-October. So we have some space for the rest of this year for sponsors where we will shout you out. We'll wear your swag. We'll do a giveaway. You'll get some exposure on here. Our show is getting bigger every single week. We were ranked top 100 in North America for a few weeks. We were also ranked top 20 in New Zealand.
1: We're big, in, we're big with the uh, New Zealand crowd. Yeah.
0: Exactly. They it's like it's, like it's Because them. I have a theory. Lord of the Rings was filmed in New Zealand, right? Mm-hmm. If you like Lord of the Rings, typically nerds like Lord of the Rings, and I'm a nerd. Boom. (laughs) It's a good theory. I mean, it it is. It's a good theory. Uh,
1: I would say uh, I I had a thought. Oh, uh, this Blackbird shirt that you mentioned, uh, Gavin, I am lacking in the Blackbird shirt area. Just
0: FYI. Yeah, I got, you know, I got four shirts from them.
1: I, I have zero. So you got two of mine is what you're saying.
0: Pretty much. I, I stole them mid, mid, mid shipment somehow. Nice. Yeah. So, yeah. So make sure to send some and the Blackbird, there's a, they sent me a bat, not to make you feel worse, but I'm going to do it anyway. They sent me a backpack for mm. hiking, which I don't go hiking, but you do. So I don't know why I, I got it. I actually you got we'll it. hiking this weekend. See, he could have had, Got Gavin, he could have had that Blackbird freaking backpack while hiking, you know, yeah. and, and I got, Four shirts. I got two hats. And so, yeah. So make sure to send out we to him. We did get a backpack from... I, I think it was from... Uh, I think it's from... Guru. Girl. Yes, I
1: was just going to say Guru. I, I was going to say, I know Dima's on here. I, I think that's... Yeah, I might have to break that out for this weekend.
0: Exactly. And I think it has like a carry handle on it yeah, or something like legit.
1: that. It's legit. It's legit.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, let's uh, read some of the comments here. You know, we have, I think, the most people that ever... Subs- that ever... Um, committed to attend this episode i think we had 29 or 30 people like just in you know in the pocket ready to attend this so we're really excited about that so a couple comments here uh ian nietzky hey hey Dima mararu there you go here's your guru sighting hello everyone what's up everyone this from david delcourt good as mac hello from san francisco that's stephanie uh gavin we already shouted you out i'll do one more time boom Maureen Boland Parks, V-Driven, in the house. Love V-Driven. Make sure to reach out to them. They have, uh, they're a great sales organization, and they also have access to spins. If you're a client, they can get spins data for you. Spins is not a dance, by the way. It's a data, do the spins, you know? That could be like a 50s thing. But no, this is, uh, they, they do data. They grab data for you, consumer insight data. Martin Stoops, hello from San Jose. Miles Zuckerman, so Miles, I ran into him, actually, because he lives in the Torrance area. And, and uh, you know, he works now with Cometeer. Right. And we got to try. I'm not a coffee guy. okay, And I made that very clear on, on pretty much every single episode of, of Friday Vibes. We can do a montage of me saying I don't like coffee on every single episode. And I tried Cometeer and I liked it. I liked it. Like I, I took a cup. I put it under water. It kind of uh, it thawed out a little bit. I threw it into hot water. I mixed it. And I'm like, well, this really tastes like a cup of coffee, just a, a freaking ice cube of coffee going into hot water. And I was like, holy shit, this is good. I put some I put some Rising Tide in it with the coffee, and it tasted magnificent. Now, I'm not a coffee guy. You're a coffee guy. Renee is a coffee. R- Renee is the coffee expert. Coffee queen. Yep, How did she like it?
1: She's ex- the expert, and she liked it. She gave it the thumbs up.
0: Good stuff. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. Better, better, than, a, better than, than another finger up. It has to be the thumb. Yeah. Right. And she would give that finger if she didn't like it. Yeah. She would probably <laughs> throw it
1: or something or spit it out, but she loved it. Got it.
0: All right, let me uh, catch up on some other comments. And honestly, if you want to throw out a subject for us to talk about. We're here to chat about it. We've
1: got to answer Gavin's question because he's using all caps and I feel like he's going to get hostile if we don't. Yep. I'll let you know. He might already be hostile. I don't know. Gavin's, Gavin's. uh,
0: He's intense.
1: Yes, he is. So talk about swag, what you like, Expo East, plant-based world, what's impactful or memorable. So, I mean, for me, it's, it's, I, I think it depends on the individual and what they find useful. Uh, I I don't think you can ever go wrong with t-shirts. You know, my advice for a a show is probably different than if you shifted to a store or something like that. I mean, if you go to a store, we've talked about this, you know, uh, store personnel like to see the glove, things that, you know, either they can use personally and or things that they can use while they're at work. So you talk about the freezer gloves and things like that. And, and (coughs) excuse me, your, your product is conducive to that. Obviously Um, I think, branded pizza cutters would probably be useful i think people would get a kick out of those you know as far as yeah everybody everybody has to have one of those you know everybody has to have a pizza cutter in there and you know plastic or something safe that you can take back on a plane that you're not going to get you know try and kill somebody with (laughs) um what else t-shirts uh i'm trying to think what else to me koozies are like a dime a dozen. I, I think, you know, I get direct orders and I'm not allowed to bring those home unless, you know, it's it's something new and spectacular, which it's hard to be innovative in the koozie world. Um, I don't know. What else? What do you think, Alex?
0: Yeah, I'm just I'm just really, I'm loving these comments from Gavin. Answer. Yes, that's what I said. He's getting hostile. He's getting hostile. Yeah. yeah. Yes. I, I, I see it as um, passionate hostility, you know. Right. Very passionate. He's very passionate. Right. And you know he should be because it, it's a great, great, freaking product. And um, you mentioned the uh, pizza cutters that are plastic. I know Blackbird has those, mm-hmm. so uh, they sent me one, and and uh, I use it on the pizza. It's amazing. I'm like, this cuts the pizza, yet it does not cut my finger. That's pretty. That's pretty good. Um, I I think like in most of the country, starting in the winter, it's going to be cold. So beanies. I was going to say beanies, and Renee just flashed a. Uh... Uh, magnetic
1: chip clip, um, at me. She thinks she likes she likes chip clips. We can't get enough chip clips here. So what are uh, chip clips. Uh, you know the the pinchy that she she went away. The pinchy things that you use to close a bag of chips, or
0: you know. Oh, know. those
1: things. Yes. What do you what would you call that? I call them. We call them chip clips.
0: Yeah, I just call it the thing that preserves the chips from going stale. There There you that go. There yeah. you go. Yeah. She
1: likes those, but beanies. Yeah, beanies is a good one. Ball hats, you know, it's interesting because beanies. Uh, speaking for someone, especially in cold weather, that wears beanies all the time, I don't. I want something to cover my head. I don't care. But baseball hats, uh, like you're wearing, I think people are a little bit more particular. You know, some people like uh, some people like snapbacks. Some people like the fitted one. Some like Velcro. Um, the 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 style. You know, there's some that are like the trucker hats that people can be kind of particular about those. So I don't know that those are always the best. I don't, I don't know what your experience with those is. I, I, you know, I think people will take them, but whether or not they actually utilize them, I think kind of depends on their style and, and how it fits and whatnot. So it's a little bit, I don't think it's as versatile as a beanie is, but that's personal opinion, right or wrong.
0: Yeah. Yeah. On the I West think Coast it's...
1: On the West coast it might
0: be a different story. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, uh, So I think, yeah, beanies are definitely obviously useful in the cold, but people all the time wear beanies in hip cities, whether it's Austin, whether it's, you know, L.A., San Francisco. You see them all the time, even when it's hot out. So I think, you know, Wade said it and I'll I'll hit on it. I've learned that for people to really cement it in their minds, you have to say it three times. You know, he's already said it once. I'll say it twice. We'll probably say it sometime in this episode a third time is something that people can actually Use something. Will like,
1: use. Will Will
0: use. Use. We'll we'll use. use.
1: You know, like and, um, I was going to say, the, the, something came to mind as you were talking. um Aprons. I see people do those. When's the last time you or your wife wore an apron in the kitchen?
0: In the kitchen? Well, in the kitchen. Well,
1: well I, I, you know, yeah. I, I don't know, <laughs> you know. I don't know what you're doing with aprons, but, uh, but, but I mean, you know, I see people that do aprons, and I've actually had. I can't remember the brand. Someone sent me a really super nice apron. I mean, really, really high end, like, wow, this is crazy. Like I wouldn't spend that much money for a coat, let alone an apron, but I'm exaggerating slightly. But as far as actual usefulness, um, you know, and I, it's no secret. I've, I've been a restaurant guy and, you know, when I'm required to wear an apron, you know, it's one story, but it's a different one when I'm in my own kitchen. I very, very, Next to never, am, am I going to wear an apron? So that kind of goes back to what you were saying as far as usefulness and or practicality.
0: Got it. Yeah. The other ones that I've had success with personally with Genius Juice has been microfiber cloths. Those are, those are huge. People, you know, for, the, for their cell phone, for their glasses, for their computer screen. Or, or even like wipes, you know, alcohol wipes, which are obviously very popular, or sanitizer. Things right. that have come out of the pandemic where people definitely can use it. The problem with those things, though, is that once you're done with them, you throw it away. Yep. And so you lose that marketing, branding identi- identity. Um, the other one that's worked really well for us that people go crazy over are keychain bottle openers. So... I've given it out to many people, and whenever I see them in person, I still see it on their keychain. A lot of people don't have bottle openers, or they do, and they're too clunky and big. So that has worked out extremely well. We have a little one and we get it from Brand Foundry. Um, that's Brandon. I brand brand uh, No, actually, Brand Foundry. Oh, okay. Know. They're the
1: ones that do. Okay. Got it. Yeah. Got it. The you know what? I was going to say when you mentioned keychains, and button, that's
0: a good one, um, USBs. USBs is another one. People still USB use those. those. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I would yep. say, you know, for the companies that are raising like $100 million, you know, like Magic Spoon and, you know, Beyond Meat has raised all this money. And there was one other one that raised a bunch of money. Why don't you give out like computers? You know, I like give it. something a little more expensive, like share the wealth, right? Yeah, I like it.
1: I yeah. like it. You least see like that Patrick's, Patrick's asking about suggestions for a coffee brand. Well, the no-brainer obviously is either a mug for at home, or, you know, I've seen some branded Yeti knockoffs, which everybody loves those things. Um, we have a bunch of them. Uh, I think that's a good one.
0: Let's see what else here. So Gavin has a good idea here. Remedy drinks hook my stores with box cutters. I mean, that's something, I mean, there's two things, right? There's, there's samples, there's, there's, there's knickknacks and things like that for people that are more corporate, right. That are not in the stores. Or their managers or whatever but the people that are literally back there you said it uh the gloves that that's the third time now i'm saying it right the three rule of threes the gloves with the little beads on it the sticky so you can grab boxes the beanies also one item of feedback for hoodies okay if you're going to get hoodies for these guys that are if you have a perishable product like blackbird or like genius juice or cometeer is for hoodies, these guys, even with hoodies, even in the cold box, even in the freezer, they get hot. They get they sweat from all this work they're doing and picking up boxes all day. So the one thing that I found out is they want the hoodie with a the zipper. They want the zipper. They don't want the one where you have to pull it over. They want where they, if they're getting hot, they can unzip and then open and kind of cool off a little bit. So yeah, right. that's a yeah, good choice. one.
1: That's a good one. Definitely. And and the box cutters goes along with what I'm saying. Like people going into Expo East, <clears throat> uh, I don't think they're going to be able to fly back with box cutters unless they're checking their bags. So that's uh, one of those things. One of those things you have to worry about.
0: Exactly. Exactly. So uh, going back to some of the comments, there's more questions. Michael, uh, did you get your samples? And this is of uh, the Quantum Energy, Energy Barn. Squares. Energy Squares. Yep. Energy Squares. So I've had three of them already. I got the samples. They're amazing. And what I also did is I had a golfing tournament as well. It was last Saturday at such a hard course called Nolwood, Nolwood country club. It's like, it's like, you know, it's like the forest. There's like narrow, there's trees, there's bush. If you hit it out, you're dead. Basically, <laughs> you're not going to find your ball. And they say, make sure to bring about 15 balls when you're, when you're playing there, because you're going to lose balls. And I brought as the breakfast, because we teed off around 10 a.m., I brought 30 of the of the bars. I'm like, why don't I, instead of me eating all of them, why don't I give it to other people that have money and they want, they're, they're healthy. And it was so cool as we went out, you know, it was, uh, I think, literally about 50 people went out, right, to go to the golf course that were in our group for the, for, for the uh, tournament. Every golf cart had the quantum bars and little cup holders. hmm <laughs> but I did get them out to the golfers. And I think like, that's the perfect market. Like, I know you have a picture of, I think someone playing tennis on the front, I believe, I think. Someone playing tennis, I think. But basically anything sports related, whether it's golf, whether it's tennis, whether it's, you know, volleyball, I think all those above, the bar is perfect for that. Uh, I, I still shot, I shot pretty well. So maybe the bar helped quite a bit. And, uh, but thank you for sending those samples and, um, and did you, you got samples of quantum, right? I think you had them.
1: Oh yeah. I yeah. I actually had one this morning. Um, for what flavor someone...
0: is your favorite,
1: uh, I want to say the caramel one, the,
0: oh goodness. I'm gonna to have to look at it. Is it caramel? I think it's covered? like peanut butter caramel or something like that. Yeah. I like the chocolate chip one. That one's my favorite. The almond butter and there's like almond butter and chocolate chip, I think. Yeah, caramel, almond, sea salt. I
1: knew it was caramel and sea salt. I couldn't think. I knew there was was another ingredient I missed there. So, yep, good stuff.
0: Yeah, and uh, also I'm trying to remember, did Quantum send us swag? Because I get a lot of stuff, but I think he sent something. So I'll make sure to wear it on the neck. If he didn't send it, please send it over. Um, I could use a shirt because it's hot. A shirt would be great, and I will sport it and rock it on the next episode. Um, Let me get to some more comments here. It's it's growing asmac. I said good asmac. so it's growing asmac. <laughs> yep. Uh Tom Alango, V driven consulting, is a sponsor of the trajectory pitch slam. And that pitch slam is in September, right? September 14th. And I don't know if you met, if you saw the big
1: bomb today that Tom dropped, but uh yours truly is going to be one of the co-hosts for that event. So no way. Uh, yeah. I did not see yes. that. Right? Yes. Right. So myself and uh, Jesse Freitag from uh um Oh, goodness gracious. Tom, help me out. I lost my train of thought. Is it CPG startup or... Oh, my gosh. I can't believe I've, I lost it already. Anyway, she's my co-host, Jesse should, If you don't know her, you should. Um, so she's going to be the co-host. And, uh, yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm looking
0: forward to it. Awesome. Awesome. Make sure to tune in for that through Brandjectory. That is the pitch slam. That's the second time you've mentioned. It. There's going to be one more. So uh, Sean Berg... And then, by the way, we're going to do any topic. It's no, it's, you know, this is episode 32, no script, just chat, whatever you want to throw out there. We will discuss, you know, we don't have any, what is it? We always do this in every episode. Nothing, nothing. Right. All right. So Sean Berg, as a broker that is selecting all my brands, I love samples Mm -hmm. right now. Okay. It's a good one. Uh, Derek Brawley, shout out to Prana Snacks. We did a branded case with wooden reusable knife fork spoon and chopsticks 7 years ago and i still i still see people using them wow sunglasses sunglasses another one sunglasses
1: yeah cheap i mean but everybody has cheap sunglasses they keep you know keep around
0: yeah do you think um socks socks like you know kind of like those nice comfortable socks but they they're going to wear out that's the point. right right they're going to wear out uh, what else? Michael Bendos, when Genius is worth 100000000 million, I'd like to be one, one of the first to receive a computer. I, I can't promise we'll be we'll be sending those out, but I'll get back to you give on that. Give Give Bendos a tablet, you know, like one of those uh, $100, $150 Amazon jobbies. Exactly, exactly. At that $100 or less, we can right. do that. Miles Zuckerman freezer gloves for in-store staff. Okay, we talked about that. Man, there's a lot mm-hmm. of... We've, we've struck a chord here, you know, for in the music theme. We've struck a chord. A lot of people are commenting. Love the branded bottle opener suggestion. i, d- I definitely use that. How about for, like, for women specifically? Like, something I'm just trying to think out loud. Like, different shirts for them, because sometimes they don't just wear T-shirts. You know? I'm trying to think there. Maybe, like, bracelets or something? Some accessories with logos on it? Yeah. Well... You know? It
1: has to be again something people would wear. So, how about this? Check this
0: out. Remember these? You do this? Yes, do this. I do remember those. I yeah. thought for
1: a second you had a tongue depressor, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I thought you were going to tell me to say
0: ah. But uh, no, I do. I'm remember a doctor part time. Part time. Yeah. yeah. So, but these are pretty cool. Like you know, it wraps up. You you know, straighten it. These are actually coming back. What's funny enough, these are coming back, and uh, you, there's enough room on here to make. This is my my wife's, by the way. I, I would never wear a Smurfs with a heart on it. But maybe you can get one of these and literally you can go into a store and be like, hey man, hold your you know, hold your uh wrist out. Boom, boom, you're genius, right? I don't nice. know. Nice. It's fun. It's fun. You can just like you can literally walk around without permission, just slapping those on people's wrists. <laughs> <laughs> can you imagine? <laughs> uh,
1: That's interesting.
0: So- yeah, trade show, fall season approaching, good turnouts expected. Um, I'm probably not going to go to Expo East uh, because, you know, we're, we're prepping for the baby. So I'm not going to be traveling. And then I definitely don't want to get sick uh, with whatever flu or because you start getting in the flu, you start getting COVID, COVID season. Well, it's not a season, but it's, it's, it's there. It's real. And I don't want to bring that back to uh, uh, a pregnant wife. So, but- Oh Wait, are you going to start? I mean, you're, you're, you're in the East Coast already. Are you going to do Expo East? I'm not uh, good. We, we will have good representation there, probably maybe half a
1: dozen people there. But I, I am not going to be. I'll, I'll be uh, holding down the fort here in lovely Greensboro um, and watching from afar. But, uh, you know, I, there's a chance. I'd say it's probably very, very slim at this point, but you never know. But it, as of now, it's a no.
0: Yeah, I'm just, I'm still not convinced that, I, I mean, I just, we just say it and I don't mince any words. I am not convinced that having a booth at Expo East is worth it for me. Like if you're a brand new brand, okay, let me, let me back up. If you're a new brand and you're East Coast based, it may be worth it because then the travel costs are really low. If you live, if you're near Philadelphia, you're in New York, you're in Boston, you're in Jersey, you know, maybe even part of the South, Georgia, somewhere there, you can shoot right up maybe drive for several hours in a U-Haul or, um, and you don't have to fly your team out, right? It's low cost. But these booths are now running at like $12,000. And if you're not going to have an event that's going to be, have the biggest chance for success, why put down that kind of money? Right. So Expo West, I feel is also kind of iffy because there's so many booths and so many buildings so I feel like if you're a young brand, good to be there just to get that exposure, but it's still expensive. So make sure to limit your, your costs and budget. Or if you're a huge brand and you have the money to do it, just go ahead and do it just to be there, right? Just for exposure. Okay. <clears throat> but I don't know, man, like the, the companies like Iwan, Genius Juice, Remedy, Quantum, that are probably doing a couple million in sales or above, is it really worth being there? And I think my answer is, as a booth, my answer is no. In person, walking around doing meetings, yes.
1: Can you can you theoretically uh, walk outside and like picket the? I say picket, but you know, could you walk around Alex Bear outside with a with a sign that said Genius Juice, pass out samples? Would they kick you out if you were outside the venue, like on the sidewalk and on the street, and you know things like that? Would they? Would they? tell you to leave or would that be okay?
0: Um, You know, I, I've never done it. I've seen other brands do it. Mm -hmm. Typically what they're passing out are bags, you know, so when you're heading in, like you're the first one with that tote bag of the logo and they want to get you as early as possible before you get other tote bags. Well,
1: I'm saying if you don't have a, if you don't have a booth on the inside, like could someone do something like that on the outside without having a booth?
0: As long as it's not, like, right on the property, I think it's okay. You know, like, because especially, like, in Anaheim, there's Catella, right? Like, that main street that goes right near Disneyland, everyone Mm -hmm. goes down Catella and then takes a left to go to Expo West. And on that street corner near the CVS, there's, like, thousands of people that are, like, coming over to the event. I'm sure you can pass it out there without any problems. But you can't be on the premises, right? Right. Right. Um, but anyway, yeah. Like, I mean, I went last year, we've, you know, it's been several episodes since we talked about this, but I went last year and I had 10 meetings a day and I got everything done. I needed to get done without a booth. And whenever a buyer or someone asks, where's your booth? I'm like, I am the booth. Like I'm right here. Like you don't even, don't try to find us. I'm right here. So jury's out, but let us know your, 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 um, your feedback. Do you think it's worth having a booth at Expo East or Expo West? I
1: think to me, it's, it's, you know, it's exactly what you said, excuse me. It's where you're at in your business and, and, you know, where, if you're ready to drop 10, 12 grand, you know, if you're going to get, is the juice worth the squeeze? It's a big spend, especially for a brand that's just coming. I mean, it's really, um, you you better hope you get those results. I mean, obviously you're going to get the exposure, but are you going to are you going to get sales on the back end? Exposure is great, but are you getting sales out of it? Because it's yeah. not it's not a buying show. It's a you
0: know show and tell, right? Exactly. It's it's like you're hoping to get to one buyer who has you know several locations of a store and and getting it getting a deal, right? Basically, that's where you know you like. I mean, three years ago we we met the buyer for and Ponds and pavilions. And we closed, we closed that deal. And that was great, you know, and so it made it worthwhile for us and generated a lot of revenue for us. But you have to also remember there's many expenses outside of just the booth. There's the people, there's the samples, there's building your booth, there's the travel costs and trucking. And, and also there's cleanup after that. And then also you're pulling your entire team or a lot of your, your major, like your executives and the, the top level people, you're pulling them out from the office or the field into the convention center for three days. Right. So you're going to lose some productivity there and then everyone's going to be tired. So you're going to lose another couple days. I don't know. It's, it's a lot. Um, let's go back into some of the comments here. Cause there's a lot there are. Wow. Okay. Wow, when we get off on a subject here, t- chatting for like 10 minutes, a lot of comments just boom. Um, let's see here. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Man, I don't even know where to start. Where, what is Michael saying? What's that? What's this package from Alex coming from Wish.com? Ha ha ha. I'm not sure what that's referring to. Let's go back a ways. Who knows? Yeah, so I can see it now. Caramel, almonds, sea salt on the shelf at Fresh Market with a sign that says Wade's favorite. We, we're gonna have to drug test Michael.
1: I mean, it's obvious we're gonna have to drug test him. <laughs> just kidding, just kidding.
0: Just to get through the door. You never know, Michael. You never know. Let's see. I did, I think I did a hoodie even better when Wade than Wade's to drive competition. I don't get it.
1: He's. I think he's saying he sent you a better hoodie than mine.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. The, the, the hoodie that we got is the good energy hoodie. He did send it to me. Yes. He did send it. It says good energy on the front, I believe. Yeah. All right. So um, also Tom Malingo, our sponsor this week, Jake Carls from Midday Squares is our special guest. Um again, any other questions or whatever you want us to uh to talk about. Um okay, here we go. Michael Bendos. Nowadays, this we're talking about Expo West. To get an ROI with Expo West, you have to think outside the box of marketing. It has to be more than just a booth these days. One thing that I found is useful is if you have a booth, send someone out, a salesperson, with samples to Expo West. And all they do is they look around, they meet and greet people, and if they find a, stri- a person that they feel could be a good partner, investor, investor, a buyer to bring in the product just say here's here is a flyer where well, here's where the booth is check us out like don't right. don't try to sell the person on the floor don't try to bother them too much but say hey I noticed you're the buyer for you know Albertson's Denver or whatever it is I think you would love to try out these bars come meet our team come meet the founder here's our booth number and then just go away so I like that as a, as a strategy because at least you're pushing people to your to your booth to get maximum value out of that. That wouldn't be too annoying, right? If someone came up to you and said, come to the booth. From a buyer, it
1: depends on, if you're a smaller person there, um, maybe not, but a a larger chain buyer that you probably are already getting harassed left and right, probably would, that would be uh, a little bit, that would put me off personally, just because. You know, I want to I've said this before. My secret was always not wearing my name tag or trying to get away with it until I was forced to put it on. You know, typically they have somebody watching by the door that you have to have, you know, your credentials to get in. But um, once I was in, I'd hide it or take it off or something like that, because I want to be able to walk and look at things at my own leisure. And and if I'm interested in something, I want to show interest and ask questions without being identified as. Wade from here or there, you know, I just want to have a conversation with the guy with that hat and the bald guy. I don't want to have, you know, a conversation based on what company I represent. Mm -hmm. You know, I just want to ask questions and be looked at as an individual and not, you know, a potential 160 doors or whatever the case is, you know, and, and so someone that's (laughs) probably the other thing is uh, people for me personally, I did not, I did not want to walk out of there. There's people insist on giving you their sell sheets and I would challenge you to look at the trash cans on the way outside of the outside of there and how many of those end up in the trash can. Because for me, you know, I, I, am not, I'm not going to check a bag. I'm going to do carry on. I want to go back with very little. If I want samples, I'm going to ask you to send them to me. If I want mm-hmm. a sell sheet, I'm going to ask you to, <coughs> excuse me, email it to me. So <laughs> excuse me, you walk one aisle of the show and you get a stack of sell sheets like this that you now have to lug around with you. Um, it's going, they're going in the trash. The, they're going in the trash. I'm, I'm yeah. just going to be honest with you. So um, that, that you know, if if it, the sales pitch works for you, Alex, I mean, hey, that's that's great. I think
0: Gavin chimed in down there. What? I, uh, there he goes. Yeah, there you go. So agree with Wade on the retail of an agenda and a thousand people throw a monkey wrench in that agenda. So I guess here's, I guess here's, here's kind of, I want to flip it back on the, on the brand side. Okay. Cause I, I love talking about this, that, you know, brands also have limited time, right? Like in order to go around and we can't have conversations with everyone. It's really, really hard, really hard. And so like we also have to qualify people in a way because of efficiency. So how do we qualify that person that they're a buyer that could potentially bring it in without coming off as, Oh, I only care that you're a buyer that has 800 stores and I'm only talking to you because of that, because you don't have time to talk with everyone. Hmm. There's a balance. There's like a balancing act there because, you know, between, especially when you're a founder or a VP of sales, you have meetings, a ton of meetings. And then when you don't have meetings and you're kind of scouring the floor, you have to be efficient and find the right people because you are there to build your business. So how do you kind of it's hard to balance that. Right. Yeah. Well,
1: it's it's tricky, I guess, for me, an audience is an audience. uh, You know, I'm not I'm not on the sales side trying to sell to, you know, and make it. So I, I get your point, I guess, for me if I can talk to this guy that's coming by my booth and whether he's a buyer or what, whatever it is, if he takes my sample or goes to the next booth, wow, this is really good. There might be some organic exposure there. Um, I know I, I, and I've said this before, for me, when I go to a show, uh, I purposely try not to schedule meetings for the same, for the same reason. I want to be able to, I want you know, if, if I, if there's someone that I absolutely positively want to sit down with for 15 minutes, half hour, whatever, I'll do it. But so many times shows were evolving into for me where, you know, if, if I took every appointment that was asked to me, I wouldn't even get to walk the floor. I would, I would just sit in the meeting room all day. And, and wow. if I'm going to do that, I might as well not even go to the show. So it's, it's really, it is a very delicate balance. And I think from, a, and, and Gavin, you know, Gavin can chime in here, but from a buying side, uh, I want to, I want to cover as much ground as I, as I can. And then, after I've done that, then I'm probably going to be a little bit more open to either circling back and going back the ones that kind of struck my eye or, you know, a sample or something that that really got me as opposed to if I if I walk the show and I spend 15 minutes at each booth, you know, I don't get past, you know, it, it, it's just it's just not efficient for me.
0: Yeah, exactly. So I think a lot of it almost needs to be <clears throat> there's an element. I think you can agree with me on this, that there's an element where you go there to explore and to see what is out there and you look at the booths and you you basically don't want to be bothered unless it's really something you, you want to engage or pursue, right? Whether it's a brand, whether it's a person, but then there's another part. So there's that part, which is more, um, happenstance. Like, let me just go there and see what's going on. Let me experience the show, see what new brands are there and trends. But then there's the other side where you're probably planning a percentage of your time for the meetings. Right. So like, it's like balancing those two. You have the meeting set and you do those and then you reserve time, no meetings, just walk the floor and not be limited to sitting down with someone. So I think that's, that's probably what you typically do, right? That's your strategy. Right. Yeah, for the most part. And, and something else I would tell you on the
1: brand side or everybody here, that's, something I would do is, is make sure uh, that you have multiple people in your booth to handle the flow of people coming through. What I mean by that is if you're into a conversation with someone, let's just say you and I are talking uh, and you have multiple people come up, but you don't want to take from the conversation we're having, you potentially have a flood of customers that are just going to just go straight by because you can't give them the time of day. So I have been in that situation where, you know, I've gone up to some and I've really wanted to ask questions or, or, you know, have, have, a, have a little bit of uh, dialogue back and forth and there's someone else there and there's no one else in the booth, uh, odds of you coming back to that booth may be slim to none. So I think it's, uh, I, I think it's important that you have several people and, or if you think about yourself at a deli counter, any, any grocery store, make eye contact with the person that's over here waiting, say, Hey, I'll be with you in just a minute or, or something of that sort, as opposed to letting them stand there, looking around, waiting, Waiting for something, so I think it's it's a good strategy.
0: Exactly right. Yeah, questions we, coming in. My goodness, a lot of questions. Yeah. So when we uh, when we went to Expo West 2019, that was our first big expo uh, with Genius Juice. We had our own booth. Um, I, I instructed my team right. to tell me if there was someone that specifically wanted to talk to me. That was a either a buyer or an investor. Like there was a kind of a pre-qualification question, like what are you? We you know you want to talk to Alex, what would you like to talk with him about? You know, and it wasn't meant to be like he's too good for you or whatever. It's just like, dude, it's a limited time, things are crazy, he can only take certain meetings. And I instructed my team that if they're trying to sell me something, just get, have me, you know, get their card, get their information. Alex is not taking any meetings relating to. Things that Genius Juice would buy, whether it's a service or a software or an or an ERP system or you know or raw materials or whatever it is. So I was very specific about that with my team, and that was able to filter out the salespeople. Which I love taking meetings with salespeople because I'm a salesperson and I want to give that respect, but just not at that meeting, not at that event where I'm we're paying with all the costs included, upwards of twenty thousand dollars to be there for three days, every minute, every hour you know, matters there. So right. that was a big thing for me. But then if, if it was something that I could take a meeting on, I had enough people where they could give samples out and kind of talk about the product and I can remove myself from there, go to the side and talk with that person and have a private meeting. The other thing that I like to set up in the booths are tables, like one stand up table with two chairs. That's kind of hidden a little bit in the booth. Right. So that I can take a meeting on the spot with someone that really is important that comes by, and it's also far enough back to where there's no, no there's not as much noise. You're not we're not right next to the, that right next to the um, to the booth table where people are talking and screaming and shouting. Right. So that really worked well, and um, and and that's how we did it. So um, back into the questions. Right, um, yep. Gavin said something really good. For everyone, it is critical to have a plan. You should have a specific, a specific set of meetings you want to have on the retail side. Then, once those meetings are done, there should be fun meetings that were unexpectedly unexpected by simply just walking and seeing new booths, brands, or whatever. So, and I remind everyone, Gavin was, the, he was basically a buyer. I know there's a title. Director of merchandising. VP. VP of merchandising yep, yep. at Earth Fair which is a prominent retailer on the East coast in the South. And so he can see, he sees it from both, you know, what's I think valuable that Gavin got is he knows the experience of being a buyer. And right. now he's on the side of, you know, building a brand, which is Blackbird food. So he knows all the intricacies and sensitive areas of how to approach a buyer and the best way to do it. And not, not upset someone or, or, or kind of make it standoffish. So right. Gavin has that valuable experience. <clears throat> um less is okay someone asked this is a really good topic i think we're going to take another couple minutes here derek brawley asked what is an acceptable skew count on a standard table for me like as a brand you should have your top three to five skews and that's
1: five was five was the number in my head so
0: yeah but now there are brands that have innovation right what i recommend you do Um, this is just me thinking off the top of my head is I think it's really good to have one person dedicated to the innovation. Like that's just my opinion. So you have two people sampling your core product, your popular mainstream, you know uh, the fan favorites and have one person only there talking about the innovation, you know, so that way, your people at the table, your salespeople, your your demo people, are not going to be like, oh, here's the core and here's the innovation, like trying to do both at the same time. Right. So uh, that's what I recommend, and I think you know what's really great is Vive. That's what they did, and it worked out beautifully. At Expo S, they had their shots on one side, and on this other table facing a different direction, they had their prebiotic drinks, their their canned drinks, which is a new innovation and they had one person focusing on that. So that was really good. I like that. Yeah. I like that too. Gavin said, less is more, keep it to your core. There's another thing that's very true is that when you start having too many skews, <clears throat> a person walks away from the table going, what the hell just happened? Right. <laughs> like, what are they offering? You know um, what else? You see any other good questions here, Wade? Scrolling um, down." T- t- Let's see. Uh, Michael seemed- had a good feedback. Uh, you have to have multiple people at the booth to be able to juggle the conversations. But for me, I value the conversation as everyone is a customer, regardless of job title. You should have a list of key buyers you want to connect with. Prep is key. And that's where I feel like when there's an expo, you should be reaching out to buyers two months in advance saying, hey, are you going to be at the expo? I'd love to see you there. Why don't you stop by between the hours of two and four? Because no one ever stops by on time at these shows. Right. Right. Meeting meetings never happen on time at these shows. So I would give like a window. And then what I do is when I'm approaching the window, actually I'll, I'll, I'll I'm gonna up it for everyone. If I have a meeting with a buyer, what I do is I set it up one or two months in advance, I email. A couple of days before, as a reminder, hey, look forward to seeing you at Expo West. Look forward to seeing you at our booth. Here's our booth number. And then the day of the show, I text them saying, hey, you know, just want to, you know, we'll see you, see you at the booth. I know it's going to be a crazy day. Please text me if you're going to run late and we can always reschedule the meeting. So you're doing a three prong approach to make sure you're meeting with that buyer. Because I, I, I don't know it from a, from a buyer perspective. I know Gavin does. I know you do, Wade but I heard it's just freaking crazy. It's just, you never, you never get to all your meetings. You have to cancel meetings. Right. You now.
1: Well, and that, and honestly, that's another reason why I don't schedule it's just because timing, whether you get, you get to the booth on time, the previous one's running. It's, it's just a mess. You know, you, you think about that, that crowd of people and how massive it is. It's just, it's, it's not, it's not a environment where timeliness and, and, it's, it's just not going to happen. It's just
0: not. So, no. Yeah. You know The main issue I have is that when I have to go to a meeting, or not I would say have to, when there is a meeting and I'm attending it, I never leave myself enough time to get there. Because <laughs> you have to like, you know, go through crowds of people. You know, it's right. like a movie, you know, it's like a chase scene in the movie, like The Fugitive, where Tommy Lee Jones is pushing people out of his way to get Harrison Ford. You know, everyone out of the way. Right. And that's literally what it's like is you're dealing with. So like if I have a meeting and it's in a different building, let's say I'm at the North hall and I have to go to the main hall. I'm giving myself no bullshit, 20 minutes to get there. <laughs> Probably not outlandish. I mean, really, that's, and that's on the worst. way. You also run into people, right? You know, right. So, right. And right. I feel that Expo West is going to experience un- un- unprecedented growth. Uh Expo East, I think it's gonna be moderately successful, but Expo West is gonna be a monster next year. I agree. You I know? agree. COVID is not gonna really be a big factor now. It was kind of a factor this year, but next year it will not be hardly any of a factor. I I think that's my opinion. I hope
1: so. I hope you're right. Although I did see our friend Derek actually has it now himself. So Derek. Gavin, was, too. Gavin too. Uh so hope both you guys are doing all right.
0: Yeah, yeah. Please Recover uh quickly. get better.
1: Recover quickly. Yep.
0: Last comment from Gavin, Uh, for any buyer, utilize your broker and keep it to three minutes tops, depending on how many hours you have with your broker. They are gatekeepers for their brands. So, cool. All right, do you want to go into the stuff we love since we're kind of running short on time here? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, cool. This is the stuff we love. Shall I kick it off? Yeah, because mine's
1: mine's going to be pretty simple and it's not CPG related, but that's okay. Why, why don't, have... don't you
0: go do first then? Let's get okay. the,
1: uh, the mine. Up. Mine is the new album by Marcus King called Young Blood, which was released today. Uh, you might have I've seen him and actually had the uh, you know the luck and awesomeness to meet him twice: once in Detroit and once in Na- Memphis, Memphis. And we've seen him in Ohio, we've seen him along with Michigan and Tennessee. We saw him in L, uh, L.A., actually, at the, um, look at my poster. What's my, I my know poster. it's either the Wilter or the, the Troubadour.
0: Troubadour, the Troubadour.
1: Um, but he's I, we refer to him as this generation Stevie Ray Vaughan. And uh, if you're into blues type, uh, just good good music, that's what I love. That's I didn't have any products ready today because I've been so busy this week. But uh, go listen to Marcus King. Oh,
0: Marcus King. That's M-A-R-C-U-S, King, like the king. Yep. Wait. I love the uh, the picture, too. It kind of looks like Kid Rock a little bit. He's, he's really good. You'll be hooked once you listen cool. to it. All right. So stuff we love from my side. It is natural calm. we all can use this. This is really good. It's magnesium. It's a magnesium supplement called natural calm. the anti-stress drink mix. Uh, there's no sugar in it. there's no natural flavors. Um, they have other they the other flavors that have natural flavors, but this one's literally just magnesium. 350 milligrams per serving, two teaspoon two teaspoons per serving. Nice. And I mean, so what you, what, you're adding that to what? Water. Just water, water. okay. Hot, hot water. So you can it. have it in the morning, you can have it at night, you know, before you go to sleep. Okay. And, or during the day, if you're stressed out and you just need, you need something to kind of relax you and get you through the day, Natural Calm is great. So they're a competitor, this next one, but I really love their yogurt, it's really good. So um, my favorite yogurt of all time is Coconut Cold, okay? I, I wanna make that very clear, very yep. clear. Yep and i buy it all the time um they were just on sale at whole foods i love their chocolate mousse flavor i know that uh, ari Raz, ceo of coconut cold shout out to him they have some new flavors coming out as well yep they have uh some new innovations that are coming out and that's going to be announced by ari so i won't i won't spoil the surprise but this is like on sale i think for a dollar 79 or something at whole foods hmm. and it's Harmless Harvest coconut yogurt, and it has coconut has coconut meat, coconut milk, tapioca starch, and live and active cultures. That's it.
1: Cool. Reminds me of another brand I know that has
0: similar ingredients. It sure does. Yes, sure does. Maybe they per chance they got that idea from that brand. Possible. This is also something that I've never talked about ever on the show. They're based out of New York. Eating Evolved, do you know this brand? I do know that brand, yep. These are fucking amazing. These are amazing. And they are coconut buttercups and they're made with organic dark chocolate. They're paleo and also they're vegan. They changed their packaging. They used to have a monkey on it. I I was gonna
1: say, that's what I remember the monkey. That packaging's different.
0: Yeah. I don't, I don't like their new packaging. I'm just, I'm going to say it, you know, I'm very honest, but, um, you know, I like the one with the monkey on it because you recognize it right away, but they took the monkey off for some, maybe they got sued by the monkeys. Who knows? Possibly. Awesome. Yeah. Can you imagine that? Just a class action <clears throat> monkey lawsuit? That would be pretty great. That'd be pretty monkeys. Monkey, that'd be yeah. uh, So organic coconut butter, organic cacao, organic coconut sugar, and organic cacao butter. An Himalayan sea salt certified 100% organic, and it is also Rainforest Alliance certified. So it's eco, it's sustainably eco conscious as well. So these are amazing. I might even have one at the end of this episode. I like it. And uh, that's it. That's the stuff we love.
1: That's awesome. I'm going have to have to, I had food last week. I'm going to have to get some more. I, w- I didn't have any food this week, but. Uh... Marcus King will be food for your ears. It will feed your, your ears. ears. It will
0: feed your ears. Yes. Feed your ears. I love it. I love Great. it. Uh, Michael Bendo said that would be bananas. That was the word I was looking for. That'd be bananas. Got it. So uh, good stuff. Good stuff. Okay. So um, I guess, shall we go into our sponsor this week? I think we should. We should I think we should. Okay. All right. All right. Brand Jacktery is our sponsor. And that's with Tom Malingo and Susan Bryanton and also Michael Movitz uh, and then some other some other individuals, too, that help run it. And uh, there's going to be a great prize. And uh, also, uh, they're a great organization that basically connects founders and people running their businesses, entrepreneurs with investors. They're going to have a pitch slam with seventy five thousand dollars worth of prizes, including there's money there and also services. And that's going to be on September 14th uh, through Brandjectory as well. So they're amazing, um, amazing people. They work really hard. They have space chatter. Uh, They have the monthly orbit. They have so many things going on. So make sure as a brand, go on there, become a member. And they also just reached, I got an email this morning. They just reached 100 premium memberships this morning. So they hit that big, big milestone. And then, by the way, that's premium memberships. They have many other regular memberships already so wade take it away
1: all right well this uh you you stole a lot of my thunder alex but i'm gonna read it anyways so we're giving away two individual winners each of who will be invited to the august 30th space chatter so that's next week that is uh what is that alex that's wednesday on wednesday right I I think my wednesday. Calendar. uh yeah. and it'll be featuring uh and you said this earlier uh uh guest last week of the show along with Kurt. Uh Kurt from um oh, Jeremy. Yeah, Jeremy from Launchpad. No, but uh, Kirk's Kirk's uh mind the font. Mind the font. Thank you. I had font in my head. I couldn't think of the other two words. Okay. So uh Space Shatter this this uh coming week is going to be featuring Costco expert Jeremy Smith to answer founders' questions about how Costco operates what they're looking for and how to engage with Costco. And if you listen to last week's episode, uh, Jeremy's just a fountain of knowledge and just an awesome guy as is Kirk. So uh, go back and watch last week if you didn't, but back to brand Uh brand is designed to help CPG brand founders from seed to series a build investor ready business and meet, connect, interact and learn from and build relationship with investors, CPG investors and industry experts. As Alex said, they now have 100 premium brands, 240 brands in total, more than 85 engaged and active investors. Key word. It's not it's one thing to just have investors. These are engaged and active investors who want to spend money, invest in your company. More than 50 supporting industry experts and over 500 total investors in their network. Um, They've now created several investment features. Uh, Widely acclaimed knowledge base of over 200 original articles designed not just to help brands build sound businesses, but understand what investors want and what they need to know about business Uh, brand profile uh, with one on one consulting to best present your brand investors and be discovered by investors, the monthly founder investor meetup so you can learn directly from investors and then connect in small group settings. Uh, As Alex Alex mentioned, the monthly Orbit, one-on-one coaching from investors and industry experts on your specific question or need. The Space Chatter, which is what we're giving away to individual winners, uh, which is a monthly founder-only forum to share knowledge, experience, contacts, et cetera, often with special guests like Jeremy Smith to answer questions. Uh, And the September 14th trajectory Pitch Slam, which I will be a co-host with Jesse Freitag, with more than $95,000 in cash and prizes from 30 industry sponsors. So their premium membership, you get all that that I just mentioned for $379 a year. Do the math quickly. That's $30 bucks a month. You'll spend that on dinner tonight if you go out. Uh, it's, it's just a great investment for your brand uh, and it puts you in touch with so many people in the industry uh, on the investment side, as well as just experts in general. So uh, brand great stuff.
0: Really amazing prize. He's been eating while I've been watching that, right? Oh, yeah. No, I, yeah. I had an entire buttercup from Eating Evolved right here, and it was delicious. And um, I got to say, too, Jeremy Smith, just a second, what you said is such an expert in Costco. And like for a brand that you know, you have a product that you know could eventually scale into mass market Mulo Club, talk to Jeremy. Like he's a broker. Right. For for Costco, he focuses pretty much exclusively on Costco. He you knows everything about them, and I do agree with him that they're one of the best run retailers in the country. Um, it's definitely the best club store in the country by far. And um, you know he might be able to get your brand in because he has all the relationships with the buyers, and he pitches right. brands. I mean, he got Chobani in. Oh, we just lost. We just lost Wade. Just lost him. Okay. So he'll be coming back. I think he probably hit the X or something like that. There he is. Now he's coming back. All right. Hold on. Here I am. What happened? He I don't know. My Wi Fi cut out there for a second. So okay. we're back. We're back. Okay, cool. I thought I said something wrong. So that's it. I'm out. I'm out. I'm done. Yeah, I, I said one of the best retailers. You're like, I know one that's also really good. I'm out. There you go. So, um, yeah, so basically, uh, yeah, make sure to connect with Jeremy Smith. Okay, so let's get into our questions. I have, there's going to be two individual winners and they need to be brands, right, Wade or not?
1: Well, we can, we've done the gifting thing. So, I we mean, can you tell me. It. Yeah. So
0: maybe we, what we can do is you win it. If you want to use it, you use it. If you win it and you don't need it, you can gift it to someone that's been participating on this episode, someone who deserves it, right?
1: Right. Yeah. And I think the key is, you know, I went through the spiel of what what the event's about and, and Alex is going in great detail about Jeremy and Costco and let's make sure it gets to somebody that, um, that, that can use it. So if, if you win and you can't yourself use it, uh, the LinkedIn community, the CPG community is so vast. Uh, it's not going to be hard to find someone that can use this. So
0: let's, let's uh, do the right thing and, Make it happen, right? Exactly. Exactly right. So let us know if you want to gift it. Also, uh, when you claim the prizes, FridayVibes100 at gmail.com. FridayVibes100 at gmail.com. LinkedIn user, which I'll see who that is. We work, uh, this is a comment before we go to the questions. We work with Jeremy Smith when I was with Pure Protein, and they more than doubled our kids' snack business. Wow. Epic. That's great. I have my question. You have yours? I have to think about mine. Okay. While you're thinking about it, let me ask.
1: Go for it. Go for it. So, this
0: is uh, again, there's going to be two winners. One of the winners will be awarded here shortly. I mentioned that I ran into someone. Who was that? Full name. Isn't that? I think that's the shortest question I've ever asked. That is
1: short. That (laughs) is
0: short. I'm not going to give you context. It was the only time I said I ran into someone, the only time I said that in this episode hmm what's what's his or her or its full name
1: i'm trying to i i know the answer to this i have to think about it Hmm.
0: and i said it very quickly because this is such a valuable prize i'm making it extremely hard this week <laughs> someone really had would definitely needed to pay attention all right I've let's see one. i'm looking at I'm terrible with names. Well, you're terrible. You're
1: just terrible, Michael. You're, you're terrible. You're te- just terrible. You're just terrible. Um, hmm. Well, I'm going to wait till we get a winner for yours before I, I've got, I've got a thought on mine, but I'm, I'm contemplating on if I want to change that. So we'll see.
0: Let me give a clue. It's uh it's a him. He.
1: <clears throat> I know who it is. I just, I just remembered. I, it took me a minute, but I remembered.
0: It's not, uh, he's saying John. It's not John. John, I, I guess. Yeah. That's a joke. Like John, right? Yeah. To, by the way, I have to say, you're not going to, you're not going to, I'll give you another clue. You're never going to guess his name, his first name. It's not a normal, it's, it's not a typical name. It's a little different. Not as different as Wade. That's a, that's a very name. Exactly. What is what is the meaning of your name, by the way? Like your parents, what was the idea? I, I honestly,
1: I don't, I don't know. I really don't know. It's un, It was unique at the time. I don't know. I think it's more common now. So, you exactly. ran into him in Torrance. Did you run into him in Torrance?
0: I did run into him in Torrance, and he he did comment in this episode. I'm getting actually. This might be the first one that fully stumps someone. Yeah, man. I'm I'm looking uh I gotta think of something. Someone here. just said it's always good a good question when you stump your co-host, but I think you said you know it now, right? I do, I do know it. I do know it. Yep. Are you giving another hint or Okay, he was a um Was he a, was he? Let me see. Uh was he a sponsor on here? Okay, I'll give he, another clue. He wasn't a
1: sponsor. Clue. He wasn't a, I was just going to say if you if you Talk about the product or what it is. Maybe I did
0: did talk about the product on this episode, where I normally don't like this category, category. a product, but I tried it and I really liked it.
1: And my wife also endorsed it.
0: And the product is a uh, something you drink. He he works with the company.
1: Yep. Got to wait for that 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 yeah. nice pause. That's that's happened. It's when it when it it's just gonna flood when it happens, right? Exactly.
0: We're we're here all all day. I mean, I, mean, <clears> well, I was gonna
1: say I don't want to eat dinner or anything, folks. Let's go.
0: It's the coffee one. Okay, it's the coffee one. That's correct. Now, who who was it? Who works for a coffee company?
1: Are you? Coffee, does he have? Do they have to name the person or the brand? Either the one. Person. Full person. name.
0: That's tough Full name. That's tough. It's a, it's a coffee brand. He was commenting on this episode. You know, I think, uh, man, you know, by the way, just, just kind of an off note, um, one-off comment is we're, we're cleaning up our house this weekend, you know, and usually, you know, for the bathroom there's, you have to use Comet, you know, to clean the tubs and everything. So, and you've used that, right? That brand. Be- you know, yes. Yeah, and so
1: the- actually, my wife loves that brand. As a matter of fact, <laughs> yes that is that's a brand she loves that ugly green can Wade is hungry
0: yes I'm, so like and I, I think, think there's gonna be some uh, I know me me and my wife I know somewhere um north LA there's gonna be some comets in the air and you know in the sky you can lead a horse to water Alex apparently yeah. no one's drinking there we go okay that's, that's the brand. okay uh, who's the person come on guys now it's just a simple, you know, look it up on LinkedIn. Right. There's a guy that was on this episode commenting. <clears throat> okay, we got we got a big clue. There we go. David Delcourt. Finally. Boom. Wow. Boom. Wow. Boom. There it is. Someone guessed Gavin Conkle, Michael Beck. <laughs> hasn't he been on this episode enough? Now people are yes. guessing his name. I was going to say, for crying out loud. Okay. So David Delcourt is the winner. It's Miles Zuckerman at Cometeer Coffee. I ran into him at Whole Foods Torrance. He lives locally. Wow. So, um, I need, that to was speak. Tough. Either I need to speak slower or I need to come up with easier questions. That's tough. Okay. So, Hmm.
1: I was going to say, uh, well, all right. I've got to think of something else. Um, I'll, I, I will give you your choice of two, two, two answers to this. You can, one or the other, whichever, so we can make this fast. I told you the name of my, my uh, things I love, right? I want either A, the name of his new album, or B, one of the states that I met him in person at. Damn. There's two states that I met him in. So one of those states or the name of his new album, either one. And I didn't say his name because that'd be too easy for you. So if you're paying attention, I named two states where I met this person in person. Um, that's like a double, double word there. And or his new album. So if you're paying attention, this should be pretty easy, right?
0: I was paying attention and I don't know the answer. Really? I was, I was busy having the, uh,
1: you know. the, that co- the Yes, that's right. I did not meet him in California, Michael Bendos. You've got 49 more chances. Detroit? That's, that's, yes, that's correct. That's correct. Gavin got it. I would say he wins. Did he win the whole thing? Okay. Yeah.
0: He just wanted the other. I just wanted one of those answers. He got it. So it was Detroit Detroit
1: or Memphis or Memphis. So,
0: yep. Yeah. But essentially, Gavin, they have to say, yes, you said state, right? Not state. state. Well, okay. I'm I'm just messing around. Yeah. I was going to say, Gavin, Gavin, uh,
1: Knows all about that state. So it wasn't yeah, Colorado yeah, exactly. So, um, so Blackbird, Blackbird, and uh who was our other winner? David. So David Delcourt
0: of Grown ass right? Grown ass So there you go. There's two rings So they win the uh the Branjectory Prize. And that is invited nice. to August 30th, Space Chatter. Mm-hmm. Yes. And so they will also be in which normally you can only be a premium member to be part of that. And they're also going to have a very intimate, uh, not one-on-one, but maybe three-on-one, like just really awesome uh, consultation session with Jeremy Smith, the Costco. He is the Costco hacker. If there's anyone can, that can get into Costco, he can. So uh, that's very valuable. So those are the two winners. Make sure to email FridayVibes100 at gmail.com <laughs> to claim your prize, and then next week, let's go to it. I got to get faster with this with this Google Drive stuff. We're gonna have a special guest, which is going to be Erica Rankin with Brodo. She has uh, she was not on our pot she was on our podcast a long time ago, maybe like twenty episodes, twenty five episodes ago. Yeah, it's been a while. Now, and she's gonna have a lot of updates for us. She's been posting. She didn't post for a while. Maybe she kind of disappeared for a month to do some wellness stuff and to take a break. And then now she's back, and uh, they call it digital detox, I think. Now she's back. She's selling into stores. Brodo is going from just digital now to stores in Canada. And we'd love to hear, we're going to get all the updates from her on what's going on with her business. So, and then who is our sponsor? Below. Below. Belani's $200 value box filled with various, uh, various filled mm-hmm. flatbreads and sauces. Love it. I, I'm revealing it early because it's so big. Oh man, that's good. Um, that's good stuff. I might
1: I might not be I might be in the the, uh, the gallery for next week's show so I can eat balanc balani. Uh, <laughs> it's been a while. It's been a while since I've
0: had Balani. I'll be the I'll be the single co host for there that week. Yes. Actually, I think I'm gonna be in the gallery too. So we'll have no co we'll have no no one hosting there it. And you maybe, maybe you know what? Let's get why doesn't Gavin Conkle host it next week. Do. And both of us will win the prize. There you go. There you go. The inmates can oh, in run the asylum. Yeah. So what's going on this weekend, my man,
1: before we, we end? It. As soon as we push end, I'm eating. And then I think uh, we're going to go downtown Greensboro and uh, just take a little walk around as long as the weather is cooperating, which it is right now, knock on wood. So uh, and then I think we have Frisbee golf on the horizon tomorrow. And I think we're going to do some hiking on Sunday.
0: Did someone say golf? With Frisbee golf. a disc. So yes. basically you just have to get to the, to the flag with the Frisbee. Or how does well, that they, yeah, they've got like a chain bucket type thing. You have to throw it in. Got it. So that's pretty cool. So literally you're just approaching the bucket hole or whatever with a Frisbee. That's it. Yeah. And so it's yeah. an actual thing. Like there's actually. Oh,
1: it's yeah, absolutely. It's, you know, and typically with the, the core 300, 300 yard. I don't know how far they are out there i'll have to google it but it's yeah they have pars and everything it's it's, it's a lot of fun wow yeah. Very if, cool. if you want to go down a rabbit hole google disc golf on youtube and you can see i mean we were someplace last weekend and they happen to have uh a professionals on tv and if you want to, it's just kind of like the same thing if you watch you know tiger woods or somebody play it's humbling you know uh you watch professionals play disc golf it's pretty amazing yeah it's how how far they can throw those things so
0: nice Nice. i'll check it out there's something brewing in a good way in the comments i'm just trying to catch up to it where uh michael bendos what are you there's something going on here i keep on getting pushed back because of the con new comments uh michael bendos but you didn't meet him there la we saw him in la congrats david send me your email You saw him in LA, though, right, Michael Bendos? Oh, that's you, Michael Bendos. Yeah, but I didn't meet him there. Well done, guys. And then there's something with Gavin. And so, congrats, Joshua. Please send me your email DM.
1: Tom accidentally congratulated uh, Joshua, who is also with Quantum Energy, and and because Tom is Tom, he gave an extra prize away. So he gave a prize, gave the prize to Joshua. As well as Gavin, as well as David. So now he's got three winners that
0: are going to do the space chatter next week. Nice, yeah, three. Remember that whole theme of three. There, right? you, go. there it's, you go. It's like Monopoly when you get bank error in your favor. That's a brand trajectory error in your favor. There you go. Three winners, and there it is, right? That. There. there it is, right there. Susan Bryanton, Tom Lingo. Okay, three winners. Let's do it for next week's for the brand October, October, August thirtieth. So uh, what am I doing? So we have a Pavilions Hatch Chili event. If you are in L.A., no matter where you are in L.A., you could be in Redondo, you could be in, you know, Paramount, you could be in West Hollywood, you could be in Santa Monica. Go to Pavilions in in Pasadena, Fair Oaks, and they're doing a Hatch Chili event. They're going to be roasting Roasting. Hatch chilies, which are in season. Good stuff. And there's going to be some vendors there that are in pavilions, including Genius Juice. I think So Good, So You is going to be there. Zico, you know, they're competitors, but we love them. And then also uh, Koya should be there. And also Vive Organic is going to be there. And we're going to be in the pavilions parking lot handing out samples. And and uh, Rick Cruz, who is the buyer. Have you ever met Rick Cruz? I've not. Mm-hmm. See, he's like the legendary buyer at pavilions which is uh, part of the Vons, Albertsons right. uh, umbrella. And usually when you want to get into Albertsons or Vons, you start in Pavilions and you stay in Pavilions because it's a great chain. And they have, I believe, 26 or 27 locations all throughout Southern California. They're like a high-end high end store, a little higher end than a Vons. And they're really nice. And actually I demoed myself because we just got all three flavors. And we had one in Pavilions, we got the other two in. I was literally demoing myself, undercover boss. Nice. In the pavilions, check this out, in the pavilions in Rolling Hills Estates, which is near Powell's Verde's. And I used to go to that pavilions as a kid all the time because cool. I grew up in that area. So literally, I was at a demo table sampling out and I would tell people, I used to shop here as a kid. I'm the founder of this co-founder of Genius Juice. We're in pavilions now. And every almost every day after school, they had a they had a Panda Express in the pavilions, and I would go there to get orange chicken and chow mein at the Panda Express. So nice near and dear to my heart. So that's oh. happening. And then, uh, and then playing golf on Sunday, and also the uh, I'm going on and on here, but the coffee fest, I think Renee's ears just perked up. Mm-hmm. The coffee fest is in is at the LA Convention Center this weekend starting Sunday. So there's going to be coffee brands. There's going to be brands like Vive organic will be there because they sell into coffee shops. Right. And I will be going Sunday afternoon to help my wife who is in the coffee business. But in the morning I will be playing golf. So action packed weekend, my friend. Sounds fun. Sounds fun to me. All right. So uh, have a wonderful weekend, everyone. Uh, You guys be safe. And, uh, yeah, and we will see you next week, Friday, 2.30 p.m. Pacific Time, 5.30 Eastern Time. Wade, love you, brother. Have a wonderful meal and weekend. Say hi to Renee for me. Will do. Take care, everyone. Bye.